reflexively flung it out from beneath the wolf. The creature yelped like a rubber squeeze toy. The wolf glanced at the rolling ball of fur and rose on its hind legs. Placing its forepaws on its hips, the wolf looked down at Landon. Landon closed his eyes. This was too weird. When he opened his eyes, Jake Adams stood with his hands on his hips, leering at Landon. Jake's big-shouldered form blocked the afternoon sun. What did you say? asked Landon weakly. He was still trying to catch the wind that had been knocked out of him. Jake leaned over, and the sun burst from behind him. Landon squinted. I said, you're too slow, Landon Snow. And I got you again. Oh, Landon groaned. As Jake jogged off, Landon rolled his head to his right. A few feet away, the football rested on the grass. Landon moaned again. The referee appeared over him, stooping and scowling. His black and white stripes suddenly narrowed to points, and his face became long like a horse. Landon almost broke out laughing. He chomped on his mouth guard and muttered, Zebra. Then, maybe because he felt like laughing, he said, Hyena. What's that? asked the zebra. Are you all right? After Landon blinked, he saw the ref again. He was waving his hand in a circular motion off to one side. Coach, player down here. Landon hardly remembered getting up or walking to the sidelines. He recalled Coach Huddle, yes, that was his name, patting his shoulder pads and asking him if he was all right and what had happened out there. It was like he had hit a brick wall. Not a brick wall, thought Landon. Animals, he mumbled. What? asked Coach Huddle. They were a bunch of animals out there, Coach, Landon explained. As his coach frowned at him and scratched his head, Landon thought he caught a glimpse of a black-haired gorilla peering at him and flaring his nostrils. Then the gorilla, or his coach, turned and hollered, Strasser, get in there for snow. Come on, hustle, hustle. The rest of the game went by in a blur. Landon wasn't even sure of the final score. He was so distracted by the animals he had seen. On the way home, the questions continued from his father. So said Dad. One minute you're charging up the middle like there's no tomorrow, and the next you're stopped cold like your feet had turned to lead. So... Landon knew his dad wanted an answer, but he remained quiet. He was wondering about it himself. They slowed to a stop at a red light, and Landon's dad turned toward him. Landon stared straight ahead. Finally, his dad said, So, what happened? Landon took a deep breath. The light changed, but still his father waited. It's green, said Landon. His father sighed. And it was green for you on that last run, too. He pressed the gas, and they moved forward. No, he said, glancing at Landon. I'm not mad, but I am curious, and concerned, of course. 
Your mother will probably want to know why her son was pulled from the game. Landon always felt funny wearing his padded pants without the shoulder pads and jersey. He felt half-naked and bottom-heavy. When he looked into the mirror like this, he thought he resembled one of those mythological creatures. What were they called? They were half-man and half-animal. The bottom half-goat, Landon thought. Like a fawn. He looked like a scrawny-topped fawn with thick, ungainly legs. I saw animals, he said. He did not add that they were big, dark, and scary animals other than the referee. He didn't know if he would ever look at a referee's uniform the same again. Hmm, said Dad. Then with a slight smile, he added, Well, you were playing the Tigers, you know. Landon grimaced. I didn't see any Tigers.